0: You are listening to The Political Periscope, a weekly podcast brought to you by Radio Wnet. Interviews on international politics, security, geopolitics, economy and more, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Today's guest of The Political Periscope is Ina Kurochkina, filmmaker, documentalist, creator of Ichkeria News channel on YouTube, a representative of Ahmed Zakayev, prime minister of Chechen Republic of Ichkeria. Political Periscope. You have an uh, unusual story because you're half Ukrainian, born in Georgia, and you represent Ichkeria. Can you say how it happened? It happened step by step, because uh, since I
1: was born in Georgia, I know the Caucasus mentality, and for me it was the basic things, you know, we understand each other very good on Caucasus, and uh, you know, when I was 16, it was a tragedy in Tbilisi well known of uh, 9 April of 1989, when Russian soldiers killed Georgian women and Georgian girls. And it was such a shock for me, because as half-Russian, I didn't expect never such a crime that a soldier could, you know, kill Georgian girls or Georgian women. And they did it like... Uh, President Zelensky told after Bucha, he told that they did it like with uh, great taste, you know. They they wanted to kill, and uh, I I was so shocked. I I was so stressed. I never could imagine that uh, Russians could be like that because I knew Russians only from books, from literature and never meet like Russian from Moscow or from St. Petersburg. And that was great shock. And after you, uh, USSR collapsed, we had our first president, Zviad Gomsakhurdia, a uh, person who kept this historical memory since uh, revolution, since uh, Russian Empire. It was like Polish people know, as well, Georgian people know what, is, was, was what Russia is. So he was our first president and we were proud and me as Ukrainian and half-Ukrainian half-Russian I was pr- proud of my first president Zviad but as we understood suddenly he was threatened from Kremlin if he couldn't sign new the United Empire agreement the troops will move into Tbilisi into Georgia. Of course he denied this and uh, immediately all this army who was based near Tbilisi, near Georgia and even from Azerbaijan, they went to Tbilisi and it was and started war. It was not civil war. It was presented as a civil war to all the world and even to Georgian people because uh, first, first step what they did, they canceled, they crushed TV, Georgian TV. And we start to receive information from Moscow. that was first steps of propaganda and uh, even you know very well-known journalist from Moscow presented themselves as liberals and Democrats they came to Georgia and started to make their propaganda that Zvetgam Gamsakhurdia was crazy he was nationalist he was uh, despot and uh, so it it was the the propaganda and uh, he started to make PR for KGB guy, Edward Shevardnadze, and for mafia guy, Jabba Yusiliani. So after that started the, you know, it was the hell in our country. Georgia became hell. Uh, for five years we went in war. In uh, no, no lights, no water, no gas. It was uh, really hell. So after that was Ichkeria. It was war in Chechnya first, then second. Then it was war against Georgia in 2008. And even in that period, all the world didn't recognize Russia is guilty. They let Putin do that as before. They let Yeltsin do that and then to Putin. So even this commission of Taliavini recognized this war as Georgia first did first steps in this war. Can you imagine? So, of course, this was a big stress for me because as a person who understands the mechanism and the nature of all this process, I understood that this is great propaganda in our country, in, you know, all the world. So after that, when um, actually... Actually, I knew about Chechenian war very little because uh, propaganda did uh, such steps like uh, all Chechens are terrorists and uh, like uh, they are guilty themselves. They did the wrong steps, so Chechnya is part of Russia. And I, you know, accepted like all the world. If you ask somebody in the uh, West or, uh, or United States, they will tell Chechnya is part of Russia and no uh, s- stop any conversation. But Mr. Landsbergis, without us Landsbergis, he first told to me on some forum. Uh, he started to tell me the truth because he knew Johar Dudaev, you know, and started to tell this uh, all, all the truth. And when I understood... The truth. I start to ask my colleagues, Russians, what do you think about that? And all these people, all, all journalists, all politicians from Russia, even liberals, even opposition to Putin, start to tell, no, 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 Chechens are terrorists, no, 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 Chechens are all our bandits, and uh, this led led me to, you know understand from very beginning what's going on in Chechnya. So it was the same process as now in Ukraine. So Russian Federation attacked Echkeria. It was an independent state. And I started to make movies. I did uh, maybe for two years, each day almost, digging, digging, digging of facts. And I was just shocked. And then uh, when I met Mr. Uh, Ahmed Zakaev, we start to work like cooperate and uh, he after he invited me to be his representative because it's very important to make relations between other nations because society Chichen society are concentrated on on themselves but definitely it needed to to, to be you know some steps to integrate to explain to crush all this propaganda all this cliche about chechen people
0: you've lived in russia for some time also your husband is uh, russian what do you think about the russians about their mentality uh, how is it possible that uh, the state functions in this way?
1: It was very, uh, it was very dramatical because uh, I was like a refugee from Georgian war, and uh, I thought as soon as I'm Russian, uh, Russian society could accept me like Russian because I have Russian language, Russian culture, Russian mentality, and I read some books in Russian. I could imagine that uh, I I will. Uh, integrate there. But as soon as I came to St. Petersburg, I understood immediately that this is a moon. I came to other civilization. And, uh, you know, today Ukrainians, refugees from Ukraine, they are accepted and welcome here in Europe. And uh, people are very, you know, sorry about that. But no way in that time in St. Petersburg, I was not you cannot tell that e- even some empathy. People are, was laughing about my accent, Georgian accent, uh, laughing uh, about my situation. Uh, they treat me like uh, like sadist, actually. And I could never explain the drama, what happened in Georgia for explain, the, when Russians killed Georgian women. I never could explain. They didn't understand me. And this was another civilization. I understand that they are different, completely different, and they, they never un- will understand. Only one person was Andrey I met. <laughs> he was only one person who knew about Zviad Gomsakhurdia and who knew about Chechen wars. And actually he was person who explained a little bit different because I was also a little bit under this Russian propaganda. And Andrey was person. I don't know why he or he is clever or he is uh, maybe also has such a memory because his father, his uh, great father was uh, killed, executed in KGB house. Bolshoi Dom we have, you know, Liceyne prospect uh, in St. Petersburg. Maybe he has some, I think it's only, it's very unusual and unique. And he was very famous architect and has uh, very good business. And then we, cooperated with one uh, Italian businessman and we opened business and it was really successful and very it was very good and because Andre really is a very gifted architect but as soon as Russia attacked Georgia in 2008 we decided to stop business with Italian and stop all these relations and we took our
0: family and went to Europe that's the that story Do you still maintain contact with your friends from Russia? Uh,
1: No, after 2014, when uh, we organized uh, our channel and our production company, because we stopped to be an architect and uh, as, as soon as we could not explain to people what happened in 2008, we could not explain. People didn't understand, and even in Russia, you know what, they, they're just laughing. Oh, Georgians, yes, let them go to, to Georgia back, like that, so we could not explain anything. But in 2014, we decided to start to explain something, because it was again, people are laughing, oh, these Ukrainians are so funny, these Ukrainians are, you know, as usual this is russian mentality empire mentality they are laughing on na- another nations this is their nature and we start to to do movies about ukraine explaining what the russian is russia is aggression and russia is uh, you know terrorist state we start to explain
0: do you think it is possible to reintegrate russia into the world after the war
1: no, never, no, never. Their mentality, it actually, it's um, not human. I, I can tell this because I have such an experience. I know people on Caucasus, I know people in Europe, in Poland, in Czech Republic, in Italy, in the United States. They all are human. In Russia, no. They have very special mentality, anti-human, sadistic. And uh, this is, I don't know, uh, has to be, uh, they has t- they have to be treated like with people who are under huge propaganda and maybe like Nazis. But uh, even with Nazis, it was uh, some chance to get result. Here, there is no any result. Only chance is to collapse the state because it's very dangerous. Mm, not in terms, not only in terms of uh, power and army in terms of mentality it's very danger you know
0: you've mentioned uh, literature well actually it's uh, an argument brought by many western publicists uh, commentators experts that uh, well russia has such uh, literature with deep universal values as uh, tolstoy Dostoevsky. does this literature represent russia or is it just i don't know an error
1: no, it's a myth and it's artificially created by state, by empire. As soon as they accept that they are the main nation in this area and all colonies are just colonies, but if you uh, go deep in Ukrainian culture, you find completely different literature, completely different culture, and more rich. But as soon they are where colony of this empire they could not uh, develop like uh, you know great culture but if you make this you know opposite way imagine that ukraine was center of empire you will understand that you would understand that russian culture is more rich And uh, it it had to be more chances to be great literature than this, you know, Dostoevsky. Because if you go deep in Dostoevsky, it's just, uh, it's perverse. It's even, uh, you know, it's dangerous. I I think for um, uh, Russian mentality, it's even more dangerous. Because uh, he put to your as as he did with me because in georgia when it was a war can you imagine it was uh, several years of uh, disaster of uh, uh, you know you you are living on the bottom of some uh, i don't know some ocean and you have you have nothing uh, you know uh, of uh, normal life yeah and uh, i started to read dostoevsky and it was such a bad step it was, you know, after after that, and Andrei took maybe several years to uh, treat me opposite way because it's uh, feelings of very bad feelings of I don't know self, you're self eating, self eating. Do you understand what I mean? It's just it's unnormal, an, It's not healthy uh, these feelings. Uh, they are very. It's unnormal, an, Very neurotic ways, because uh, uh, if you put all these narratives to very uh, ill person, you get Dostoevsky's idiot. It's no connection to humanism. No connection. It's illness.
0: Collapse of Russia. And what next?
1: And next will be very simple because uh, people are living in uh, this empire will understand they are, they has different identity. They will find themselves, they are Ukrainians, they are Finns, they are, you know, Italians, they are Jewish. And this is identity. No connection, no relation with any Russian. Russian, it's artificial
0: meaning. Do you think that uh, the boycott of uh, Russian culture Uh, is good or bad thing? It's uh, not maybe a
1: boycott, lets them them do but uh, lets them proud because uh, you know in the rest in the end of the day they will proud they will proud of this literature culture inside themselves because now what I can see in the social net for example Ukrainians, Georgians are just passing by they are no no we don't we don't want just you know let us not to listen this all these things you talk to your friend and you talk to your in between yourself nobody will listen their Empire you know statement anymore.
0: You live here in Prague. What uh, do Czechs think about war in Ukraine, about Russia?
1: Of course, uh, they have uh, this uh, memory, historical memory about 1968. And, uh, of course, they make a parallel and uh, they understand what, what is Russian soldier everybody understands already so of course mm, they are on site of ukraine they help ukraine and uh, to mm, some there are some uh, accidents maybe they're rough uh, with russians but it's different, different mentality. It's different nature. Nobody wants to be rough with somebody or even with Russia. Only if Russian sti- starts to you make uh, himself, you know, proud of uh, his very great empire. It's um, if if they do like this, of course, they have answer from Czech. Uh, persons from czech people but uh, uh, otherwise all all the world can uh, live in in peace and normal relation unless russian is coming
0: do you think that russian mentality and russian culture is a part of european culture and european mentality mentality definitely not i think uh, the culture it's uh, of
1: course uh, there is some parts they took from European culture like architecture or art they took all from Italian or European and German and Polish or they brought or French it's artificial and took from other cultures this is talking about culture but mentality it's no it's uh, Asian it's coming from Orda in no relation with uh, all this, you know, uh, honor and uh, some uh, understandment about the way of relations. No, it's uh, absolutely different mentality. It's no connection with European. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: This was The Political Periscope. The podcast is released every Thursday at 7 p.m.